Oh, I've been waiting a while for that one. That was pretty good. What'd you reckon? That's right. Feeling good, feeling great. That's right, it's NBA Australia. Hang out. Uh, it is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm a guy. Uh, I'm the editor of CodeBet. That's a good website. Go check it out. Uh, you might have seen me on, uh, what, Fox Sports Lab NBA? That's uh, on the telly, <laughs> on the internet, whatever. Uh, you might see me in the paper every day around this great brown, wide country of ours. Here in Larry Arm Studios, hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season. That's just what we do here at NBA Australia, isn't it? We rep Australia a little bit. We talk some shit. We have some fun. We crack some fucking tins. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, yeah, it's Thursday night, and uh, Jim <laughs> needs a couple of bureaus to get through this one. Right, we are at the quarter season mark. I promised this earlier in the week. That's right. Quarter season mark awards. They're not the dork awards of, oh, who's the MVP, Jimmy? Who's the coach of the... It doesn't matter. We're a quarter of the way in. It's just a fucking marker that we use to go, who's having a good season so far? So we're going to run through all the dork awards, but then we'll give out some uh, very special NBA Australia awards. I love that. Uh, We've got all the game wraps, all the good stuff. Lots of other fun stuff to talk about, actually, the last four days. Uh... We'll also have what? That's not an iPhone, mate. No mate spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. Dickhead of the week. Uh, we've got some year nars. We've got the unpopular repeat of the day. Actually, some great listener year nars today, which is awesome. Uh, Outback Takeouts, we were serving up a pair of flame grilled takes. That's right, two of them. Uh, there's a Shane Hill shoot, shoot, shoot your shot, light him up award. And that'll be just about it. We'll preview all the games, make some picks. Uh, I think we'll do another show Sunday or Monday coming up. So uh, we'll pick all the games through Monday. Sound good? Good. Good. Let's go then. Let's get stuck in. This is episode 863 of NBA Australia. Pinching a punch for the first day of the month. It's December 1st. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. You better watch out for the socceroos attack if you're the bloody Danes. Not very Vikingish of you now, is it there, Denmark? You hate to see it to such a uh, happy-go-lucky country as Denmark. <laughs> Go to the Socceroos. How good's the World Cup? Uh, this is not Sock Australia. This is NBA Australia. So let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily whip around. Not actually, weirdly enough, a giant amount of news, even though we last did a show Sunday, Sunday night, so probably would have heard it Monday, unless you're a fucking psycho. Uh, tell you what, we've got basically no Simo out for three games. Not great. Carl Anthony Tans out for a month and a half. Well, four to six weeks. That sound you heard was all the Wolves fans going, oh, that's okay. Pretty interesting. Uh, LeBron and his noodle brain. Uh, hey, guys, why don't you ask me about Jerry Jones? Everyone's like, what? what? And he's like, oh, you know how like Jerry Jones was like photograph stopping black students from entering? It's like, oh, because he doesn't, he's not your mate. <laughs> he wasn't your point guard, LeBron. <laughs> 
but yeah, I guess also we should get you to comment on NFL racism now as well, along with like car race. Cool. Rad. <laughs> uh, but the Simo one was a bit of a tough one because uh, we talked about how like he was just sort of getting back into our uh, gear. Uh, but three games at least after a left lateral upper calf strain. A uh, bit of a tough one. But look, it's one of those ones where they sort of diagnosed that first one as like left knee soreness. And then they went, well, you know, it's, it's the knee bits, the back of the knee. And it turns out the back of the knee is actually the upper part of the calf. <laughs> it's like, thanks for the fucking anatomy lesson, Jack Vaughan. Jesus. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, love it. It stinks. It stinks uh, for Simo, who was really just rounding into form. Uh, but I guess this is what happens when you fucking sit out a year of basketball and fucking just hang out playing Call of Duty. Oh, man, I was getting some runs in against, like, college kids. Are you in college? Are they NBA players? No, then shut up and get the fuck on the court. Anyway. <laughs> Just imagine if you hadn't been practicing with your fucking teammates for a year. Maybe, just maybe, your body wouldn't be like, hey, what's going on, man? Um, but still, it's just a bit shit. Like, this is the thing, though, right? So you think, oh, it's time for a lesson with Dr. Jim. Uh, <laughs> the backbone's connected to the hip bone. <laughs> the hip bone's connected to the Leg bone, leg bone's connected to the knee bone, and that's the top of the upper calf, basically. Um, you just think about, so with Simo having gone through back surgery, nerve problems, you know that's going to sort of fuck with your legs at some point, bit of knee soreness, bit of calf, it's going to change the way you walk, your way, the way you run, trying to protect yourself, all that sort of shit, so it's not a giant surprise, and hopefully it's nothing serious. Because um, goddamn. It was nice to see him back out there looking like a nice imitation of his old self at times and was really getting good. So, anyway, bit shit. Uh, I'll tell you what the big news is. Devin Booker, fuck yes. Hey, anytime you get a chance to dump a Kardashian, I think you got to do it because MVP, MVP. Right, let's do some uh, game wraps and then we'll get into the quarter mark awards. Oh, actually, should we do... Let's do the quarter mark awards now. Fuck it. Knock it over. Uh, the quarter mark awards, 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 awards. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Jim, how many tins have you had? It's four. Shut up. You're not my mum. To be honest, mum would be like, oh, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> and I am. I went, to see Mil- I went to see Mill and Colin last night. It was great fun. Um. But it's just, you know, one of those things where, uh, you know, you have two small kids and suddenly you're like out, what, two nights at some point in a week and you're like, fuck, I feel like I've, you know, barely seen them. And also I've still gotten no sleep. And also, oh, God, <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, but Mill and Colin were fucking great. So, look, props to anybody who's going to uh, the Gold Good Things Festival in uh, Melbourne on Friday. Go see them. And tism. And no effects. I kind of wish I was going to see no effects, but, you know, it's a lot of money to go see just no effects. <laughs> like, sure. Right, let's do some quarter mark awards instead of me complaining about being old. Uh, the MVP, like, these ones are pretty pretty gnarly, right? I think quarter way into the season. 
There are a couple of factors that I'd be sitting there going, all right, who's the MVP so far? If uh, we had another COVID, Rudy fucking Gobert touching everybody's mics all, all of a sudden. It's like, oh, see this funny joke that I'm making about the global pandemic. Fuck you, Rudy, you bastard. Um, stop the season. Who wins MVP? That's the question. There's no other fucking other bullshit. And it's like, oh, well, Luke is averaging like a 30 million bajillion. Kaj- yeah, and his team fucking sucks. They're 10 and 10 in the 11 seed. I'm out. Sorry, Luke. Love you. He doesn't come in the top uh, two for me. I've got him three. Top two, it's Giannis and Tatum. Tatum wins it. Giannis has been fucking good because Giannis is unstoppable. Tatum has been better, which is weird to say because, look, Giannis has been like a rampaging maniac. He's played 17 games of, uh, what have they played? They've played 20 and is still just an unstoppable force. I feel like just Tatum's been a little bit more polished and he's... Really just done it on both ends. So Giannis is averaging just a lazy 31.3 points, 11.5 rebounds, 5.5 assists, a steal and a block, 3.7 turnovers. You get that on the big jobs. And uh, our man Tatum, 31.6 points a game. Jesus. 7.8 rebounds, 4.5 assists, a steal and a block, only 2.3 turnovers. Oh, that is nice. The big thing is, yeah. He's got his Boston Celtics at 18 and 4. That's ahead of the Bucks at 15 and 5. So, skadooge. And this is why you do a quarter season awards because you go, yep, every team sort of played around that 20, 21 game mark ish. Some play 22 like the Celtics, but they are fucking unreal at the moment. And uh, Tatum's played 21 of those games. So, amazing stuff. He is the MVP. Uh, all other considerations Ja Morant, Steph Curry. Devin Booker. That's right, he's in my top six. Joker, KD. So, if you listen to NBA Australia on the reg, you know that I've uh, bemoaned Kevin Durant's leadership skills, of which there are none. He's been fucking good. <laughs> Since they shit can Steve Nash. It's like somebody got in his ear. Look, I'm not going to say that Kevin Durant isn't an avid listener of NBA Australia. He might be. In fact, fuck it, I'm taking credit. We lit a fire under his ass by calling him out, calling him a coward, calling him a snake, calling him a shithouse leader of men. And he's like, all right, fire Steve Nash or fuck you guys. And they're like, all right, this time, yeah, we'll actually fire Steve Nash. And he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I guess it's on me, isn't it? Everyone's like, yes, Kevin, it was always on you. Fuck. <laughs> he's been so good the last couple of weeks, so... KD gets up there. Joel Embiid, uh, despite missing a few games there as well, when he's played, it's like, holy fucking shit, how do you stop this guy? And the answer is, you can't. The big problem is, as I mentioned, what? Tatum's played 21 games. You get around to that Philly team that's just been beset with injuries. Uh, And Embiid, as much as uh, his just bizarre game, he's only played 14, so he can't quite crack that top five, six. Uh, and Donnie Mitchell is sort of sitting in that oh, top eight, nine because of the way he's just changed the fucking face of that Cleveland team. Cleveland, I love it. It's it's pretty good. So, Cleveland! Um, in terms of other contenders, I mean, there's not many. Like, that's kind of the weird part. There's so many solid teams at the moment. Uh, but with like LeBron and AD kind of 
in and out of their lineup. Paul George and Kawhi. <laughs> in and out of theirs. Ant-Man not being great. Dame being injured. No one really on Utah outside of Larry Markkinen. Uh The Sacramento Kings, like the Suvlaki King and De'Aaron Fox, that is just like a timeshare of greatness. <laughs> And like the Pelicans, they haven't had like their best lineup basically all season and they're still fucking dominating. So it's like, yeah, there's like a good solid sort of 10 players that you can sort of choose from. But, and that's kind of the uh, extent of the MVP list. The rookie list is easy for me. Balabagato, Benny Matherin, Jaden Iver. Uh Our man Dyson the Vacuum Daniels, he has taken a fucking giant leap the last couple of days. Uh, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith, yeah, how is Tari Eason the best rookie on that Houston Rockets team? Jabari Smith Jr. Look, Houston's a fucking shit show, but he has not been great. AJ Griffin over there on the Hawks and Keegan Murray. uh, He set out like a game with a back injury. He's gone back and he's been shit out since. So it's like, I don't know if he's hurt more than he's sort of letting on. What the fuck's going on there? But it's not great. Uh, defensive player of the year, give me OG Ananobi. Yep. Ahead of Giannis, ahead of Brook Lopez, ahead of Evan Mobley, and bam, bam, out of bio. Uh, OG's been unfucking stoppable. DeJunte is doing some pretty good work there in Atlanta as well, but OG, god damn, he is a fucking monster you can throw Draymond in that list as well. There's like a nebulous kind of six, seven, eight defensive players of the year. And it's going to be interesting to see how it all sort of washes out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because there'll be like any sort of array and you kind of be like, yeah, I mean, I can see that. I can see how that works. <laughs> Guess what? We're a quarter of the way in. You don't have to make the entire fucking, uh, you know, you don't have to put your votes in just yet, just saying. Uh, Embiid could be up there. Jaron Jackson Jr. only just came back from injury. Already looking gnarly. Rude the Gobez, this stuff I tell you. Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Michael Bridges, a bit of 3 and D. Just saying. Lots of options out there. Lots of options. Uh, my favorite, most improved. Now, if you are an avid listener of NBA Australia, you know my problems with most improved. It's like... Oh, gee, who is scoring the most now? Who wasn't scoring the most last time? And it's like, Shay Gilgis Alexander. It's like, no, he was already this good last year. He just didn't play that much because he was hurt. You know the most improved player this year is? Fucking Bol Bol. Bank it. He, Larry Markkinen, and I'll tell you who the other one is. I already just talked about him. The OG Ananobi. OG Ananobi in the absence of Pascal Sikkim-Siakam, stepped up big time for that Raptors team. He's been incredible from the start of this season. Still crushing it. But um, those top two, Lowry, give him a chance. The thing is, like, oh, Jimmy, but don't you usually rag on players who are, like, top draft picks who are expected to be good? Yes. Lowry's also been around a long fucking time. He was in the Lonzo draft and... Has had two stops and plenty of fucking opportunities in Chicago and Cleveland. Cleveland! Ends up in Utah. Absolutely zero expectations. Balls out, turns into the fucking finisher. The finished Dirk out of nowhere. And it's just because, yeah, he's like rounding into his game finally and he's improved. Whereas Bol Bol, he's my winner because he is a fucking delight. <laughs> he does everything. 
Who needs Victor Wenbanyama when you got a fucking bowl ball? Uh, six man, that's got to go to... It's going to be Brogdon, Benny Matherin, or Rusty Westbrook for me, which is hilarious to think about. Uh, but at the same time, the case is there for all of them, right? And I'd probably lean with Benny Matherin because he's been really fucking good. Like, real fucking good. Uh, Christian Wood was pretty handy. And look, that's probably where my money would end up landing on, Christian Wood. Uh, if Dallas can sort of put together like a bit of a run at some point, that's the sort of big question mark. Wood would be the guy. Bones Highland. Uh, John Wall will get some par. Bobby Portis has been great. Uh, but yeah, Rusty, Benny, and Brogdon are probably my picks early on. Um, coach of the year, Joe Mazzulla. It's got to be him. Uh, dude got the fucking nod literally, what, a couple of days before the season starts after they... Uh, Go, hey, uh, Ime Udoka, yeah, you know what you did. You know what you did. Go sit over there, and he's like, oh, man. And Joe Mazzola's like, all right, I got a job. They're 18 and 4. They're incredible. But the thing is, they've just done a great job just, I don't know, getting rid of the shit they don't need to do. And a lot of that is just, you know, a coach coming in going, all right, so what we did last year was great. We can improve it by doing these things. And like the team is like, oh, yeah, well, let's listen to this bloke. Cool. That seems smart. Away they go. Uh, Will Hardy over there in Utah, ironically, probably would have been the head coach of Boston had he not already been poached by <laughs> Utah. He did a great job, obviously, to start the season. But their problem is that Mike Conley got injured and then just, boom, uh, straight into a swoon. But keeping like a team like that, just even on the straight and narrow, just because, you know, you've got Mike Conley, but a fucking team full of cast-offs and also rans and... You know, former lottery picks who have never panned out. Just to get them all pointed in the same direction is massive. So good job by Will Hardy. Mike Brown as well in Sacramento because... Fire Deleza! Love it. They're 11-9. They're cruising. And Mike Brown, it's like, ah, oh, if you put an adult in charge of some teams, it turns out it can make a big difference. But all right, fuck the nerd awards. Um, How about the bloke who's packed their Dax the most this year, uh, James Wiseman? Just shitting right down his leg every opportunity. Ben Simmons, uh, I was just talking him up. That's fine. But also, there were some moments where it's like, oh, what's that down your leg there, Benny? And he's like, oh, it's definitely not poos. <laughs> Johnny Davis. Oh, poor kid. Drafted by Washington. Washington like, oh, what have we done? <laughs> oh, no. It's horrible. Oh, Washington. Uh, and Keegan Murray, this is kind of the thing. He's got off to such a great start, and then it's just like he's sort of running around like he doesn't know what he's meant to be doing. But Wiseman's probably the killer for me. That dude just like, hey, where where do I go? And everyone's just like, James, we've, dude, we've drilled this. What are you doing? He's like, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. I've played like eight games ever. Uh, the Mop Top Mumba, Josh Giddy Award for being the most Mop Top Mumba. And lovable player in the NBA. That's going to go to Josh Giddy. Yep. <laughs> Throws the best passes. Has probably the best smelling hair. Uh, I don't know. Is the most lovable character, I think, going. I like it. Uh, bloke you most want to get a beer with. AKA the Matty Delavadova Memorial Award. Uh, the winner would be Matthew Delavadova, as always. But I mean,. He's going to keep winning it, so let's uh, run through the rest of the list. Ja Morant, I feel like we've mentioned this before, and the bloke you just want to get a beer with. Ja Morant, 100% is a dude that you go get a drink with. 
and it spirals out of control until you're like in a cage fighting a bear. And you're like, what happened? Why am I fighting a bear? And this is rad. <laughs> and Jar Marat, you can get him, Jimmy. I'm like, yeah, Jar, I believe. Ah, fuck, I'm just being torn apart. Um, but like, yeah, Jar Morant, you hang out with him for like 15 minutes and you'll like meet a sheik. Like you'll jump out of a plane and you'll punch a bear in the nose or something. Might wrestle a croc. Uh, Jimmy Butler. I feel like I just want to get a beer with him just because, like, hey, Jimmy, what are we going to do for the uh, media photos next year? Paddy Mills, as always, just want to get a beer with him. This should actually be the Paddy Mills, Manny Delavadova memorial bloke you just want to get a beer with because you just want to hang out with him, right? Uh, Zion. If only because I feel like he'd be a fun hang. I just like to sit down and just, like, hang out with Zion for, like, I don't know, a couple of hours. Just go, what's going on, man? What are you, what are you up to? He good? <laughs> And, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I kind of feel like this would be a great one for Ben Simmons, wouldn't it? Like, just sit there and go, crack a, f- crack a few tins with Ben and go, Ben, mate, what's going on, man? Just talk us through it. Just, just talk. This is why Ben Simmons should come on NBA Australia. We'd sit here, have a couple of cans, just go, right, let's talk it out. What's happening? How are you feeling? You good? Yeah? That's what's going on? Shit. Yeah, I can imagine why you'd hear loudmouths like me fucking spouting off and you'd be like, shut up, idiot. But, you know, fair, fair. But, you know, how good are tins? The great level up. Uh, Fred Van Vliet of Fighting Van Vliet. I think I just, you know, that's just hashtag dad strayer. Uh, but obviously Nikola Jokic is the last on that list because talk about like a night sparring, spiraling off. It's like, Hey, uh, Jimmy, what happened to the that night you went out hanging out with uh, Joker? It's like, well, I ended up in prison in Russia, but uh, <laughs> but now I'm back. Uh, biggest dickhead of the year. That's a that's an easy one. Kyrie Irving. That's the Kyrie Irving Memorial Biggest Dickhead of the Year so far. Kyrie Irving Award presented by Kyrie Irving too. Kyrie Irving. Uh, the bloke you trust with your misses so far of the year. Patty Mills, obviously. Uh, Tyrus Halliburton. He's dishing out assists. I mean, we know that he'd be a generous lover. <laughs> but also, he just seems like he's got a very cool, calm demeanor and just like, you'd hang out and go, all right, hey, uh, Tyrus, I've got to duck off for a second. Can you look after old mate? And he'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. And I'd come back and then just like talking about stocks or something. <laughs> Corporate makeups. Uh, Jason Tatum, I trust him with the Missio and uh, Steph Curry too. And uh, Patty Mills, obviously, at the top. Like, that's just... Like, Patty would just, like, get you involved, get your missus involved in, like, some sort of, like, really awesome non-profit. And uh, you're like, yeah, this checks out. I'm on board. Let's help some kids. Let's just... Let's set up a foundation. <laughs> you're like, I don't even have money, Patty. Can I... Look, <laughs> but here I am. Uh, bloke, you'd least like to trust you with your missus. Number one, Tyler, there goes my hero. Just speaks for itself. Ant Man, Anthony Edwards. I just—he's very confident, very confident. Uh, Jalen Green, similarly confident and not as good at basketball as Ant Man, but still would definitely try to root your misses. Uh, D'Lo, one hundred percent has already probably slid into your misses' DMs. And Rudy Gobert, because he's French. All right, let's do some game wraps after this. Oh yes. 
This is Shane Heal, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. That's right, game raps. Let's do some game raps. Four days. Blazers lost to the Nets. Uh, didn't really expect this one to um, go this way. I mean, I picked the Nets. I think it was minus six and a half. I thought it was a little bit closer. Uh, Nets just sort of pulled away from it at the end. It was a good one. Uh, KD with the 31. Uh, Warriors kicked the shit out of the Wolves, 137-114, despite 26 from Ant-Man. Uh, Clippers smashed the Pacers. Pacers obviously would turn around and then kick the fuck out of... Uh, the Lakers in the fourth quarter to get a rad win. But this was the Zoobs game. We're going to talk about the Zoobs game. The Zoobs game was pretty special. Zoobs is pretty special in general. I love me some uh, Zubach. But wow, what a game that was. you love to see that too. Um, you know, Zoobs just fucking... Such a great fucking line that was. 31 and 29. Unbelievable. Uh, right. Uh, Heat. Held off the Hawks 106-98 with, like, Bam just doing work. I'm getting concerned about this Heat team, uh, the Hawks team. I was concerned more about the uh, Heat, and despite there goes my Tyler Hero going 3 of 13 and 0 of 8 from downtown in this one, they still beat the Hawks because no one on the Hawks made a fucking shot. That's a problem. <laughs> And it's not like this Heat defense is, like, fucking incredible. All their offense is doing anything either. It's just the... It's like they get into your brain. Well, just wild in there. Uh, Wizards, Celtics. Celtics win that one, 31-21. Pretty fun one. No Tatum in that one, right? So it was just Jalen Brown uh, out there going hammer and tongs. Uh, The thing for me was, like, the Wiz, no Kuzma. And... They put up a bit of a fight. You're like, oh, yeah, cool. The Zinger, the Extreme Zinger Meal. Just a precursor for his next game. The Extreme Zinger Meal. Uh, <laughs> extreme Zinger Meal. Love that. 30 for Beal, though. Uh, 36 for Jalen Brown in the absence of Tatum. And they still fucking just put up 130 pieces. It's chaos. It's ten- We're going to talk about the Celtics a little bit more. Uh, the Cavs held on against the Pistons, 102-94. Big fourth quarter got them over the hump. Donnie Mitchell goes to 32. The Grizzlies, 127 over the Knickerbockers, 123-127. Fun game. John Morant with the triple dub, 27-10-14. Over Jalen Brunson's 30-9. The Sixers kick their shit out of the Magic, 133-103. Franz Wagner uh, couldn't do enough. The Sixers, though, just like pummeled them. Tobias Harris, you're like, hey, uh, Tobias, we still don't have our man Joel Embiid back. Can you go out and get us 42? He's like, 25 it is, boss. You got it. Uh, but the problem with the Magic is like, yeah, Paolo Bancaro comes back, 18 points and 17 shots. Uh, you know, he's been, he's coming back from an ankle injury. You don't want to mess with Paolo. So. And the uh, Bucks beat the Mavs in a belter of a game where Luca just sort of turns around and goes, yeah, Giannis is fucking good. How am I meant to beat him? And you're like, it makes a good point. 124-115. What then happened on Tuesday is the Sixers then turned around and beat the Hawks when Joel and B came back and put up a fucking monster game. 38-7. Won the game off his own back, literally down the stretch. Unbelievable. He played so well. Uh, Great timing on that as well. Having coming back 
for the Hawks. Both teams on a back-to-back. That's a huge win. They're twelve and nine after that, and away you go. Wizards outlast the Wolves because the extreme zinger meal. Supercharged zinger burger. It was supercharged forty-one. Love that game. Uh, the Celtics kicked the fuck out of the Hornets, 140-105. The Nets smashed the Magic, 109. It was 102. Look, they just led the entire game. KD was unstoppable. He had 45. Uh, the Raptors just beat the shit out of the Cavs, 188. The Pals beat the Thunder, 105-101. The Thunder put up a big fight late. SJ had the 31. 129 for the Nugs against the Rockets at 113. Nikola Jokic, hello. 32-12-8. and eight. The Bulls. Chicago, DeMar DeRozan, there goes for 26 against Larry. That's a girl's name, marking with the 32. Bulls win at 114-107. They needed that one. They still stink. Uh, the Suns outlasted the Kings in a wildly entertaining game. Booker goes for 44. Malik Monk goes up for 30. This game was sick. 122-117. Go back and rewatch it if you have to. And, of course, the Pacers, 17-point deficit. They erase that. They win on an Andrew Nevard fucking buzzer-beating three. LeBron's a bit lazy on the closeout. Boom, Nevard in your face. Skadoosh. Sucked in, Lakers. You hate to see it. Uh, Pacers kick the shit out of the uh, Pistons. Uh, sorry, the Knicks kick the shit out of the Pistons, 141-10. On Wednesday, Julius Randle, it was his birthday. He went off at 36 uh, Mavs Warriors was a fucking rip snorter. The Mavs just did not have just that. Like the war, like the Mavs, like hold on, but you're watching this going. The Warriors are going to get this. They call about 87 travels <laughs> on the Warriors. It feels like Cuban like called in a favor to Adam Silver. It's like Adam, look, I've got this insert fucking blackmail here. <laughs> No, that's a joke, see, because I wouldn't accuse somebody of that. Uh, he definitely has something. He mentioned it to someone, and they went, right, we're calling a lot of travels on the Warriors tonight. 116, 113, they hold on. Luca was fucking magnificent. Clay was shit and misses the game-winning three. Um, Warriors still suck away from home. Clippers... They came back mightily. Norm Powell outscores the Blazers in the fourth quarter by himself. 118-112. That was a wicked game. Anthony Simons just goes off with like a million threes. What, he hit like nine of them? It was awesome. I love me Anthony Simons. Uh, But without Dame, that Blazers team just kind of goes, ah, yeah, shit, what do we do? Yeah, cool, direction. Yeah, we don't have any. It's a bit bit tough sometimes. And the Clippers, Norm just went, right, here's some revenge. And then today... Big slate. Cavs beat the shit out of the Sixers. Uh, held him beat to 19, 6 and 6. My sweet baby Carrots, he came off for 22. It was a good game, 113, 85. And in terms of the Sixers, just that one where you go, oh, yeah, Tobias Harris. Hey, yo, uh, we're paying you 37 million bucks, Tobias. He's like, nah, it's cool. Oh, didn't you see those performances I had last week? And they're like, yeah, yeah, but you got to do that every night. He's like, oh, I'm good. I have seven. And B goes six or 16. They were shit outs. Mobile at 16, 18 for Donnie Mitchell, 21 for Garland. God, I love this Cavs team. Just give me some uh, go to the throw. How's Diakita? He is playing his ass off too. Um, what else do we have today? We had the Magic getting... Schmuck. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. By the uh, Hawks, 125-108. Trey goes 30-14. The Celtics kicked the shit out of the heat in the end, 134-121. Tatum, 
49. Absolutely special. The Nets. They moved to 12 and 11 with the 113-107 win over the Wiz. The Extreme Zinger Meal. The Extreme Zinger Meal. 27 and 19. It's like everyone clowning him for getting four rebounds in his 41-point game. He's just like, yes, well, him, him very tall, so yes, maybe go get basketball. Uh, KD had 39. Bucks 109-103 over the Knickerbockers of New York City. Noise. I believe that line was six. So thank you, Milwaukee. Uh, Wolves 109 beat the Grizzlies without Carl Anthony Towns. This is one of those ones where you go, ah, oh, right. So perimeter defense apparently can actually slow down the Grizzlies when you've got just Rudy Gobert. They're out there in the middle. Rudy only played 26 minutes. He didn't have a giant impact. He had nine points. He had one rebound. Now, if you were uh, trying to be smart, like, I don't know, me, Jim, and you're like, hey, a Rudy Gobert rebounds over seems like the easiest fucking play on the planet. Then he goes out and gets one rebound. You might think there's something sus going on there. I'm just saying. <laughs> they had 29 rebounds as a team. They got out-rebounded by 30, and they won. Jimmy, how does that happen? Well, you see, <laughs> the Grizzlies just couldn't hit a shot. It was weird. Jar goes 8-20. Dylan Brooks goes 5-14. Triple J had 16-11 and 11 and a couple of blocks, but fucking, I don't know, Taz Jones at 13, Roddy at 13. It was just gross, though. Meanwhile, Ant-Man goes for 29, 15 for D-Lo with 10 assists, 24 for Jalen Noel. Not Bradley, Jalen. Uh, the Raptors lose to New Orleans because Zion just goes, meh. I'm going to fucking smash today. 33 and 10 for him. Gary Terrence, Trent Darby Jr. goes 35, 126-108. Um, Pals rounding right into shape, and Dyson Daniels went off. The vacuum was unbloody real. Uh, the Thunder, 119 winners over the Spurs, 111. And I'll tell you what, pretty handy stuff. You got the Giddy, the Gidmeister, 14 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists. Absolutely uh Flying just needs to hit a couple of shots. He shot 7 of 18 in this one, did the mopped-up mumba. He's breaking my heart. What else? We had the Nugs beat the shit out of the Rockets, 121-100, because Joker is unstoppable, 17-9-12 for him. The Suns just beat the shit out of the Bulls. Devin Booker is incredible, 51 points in three quarters. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, 125, the Jazz, the Yaz, it's a soft J, beat the Clippers, 125-112, and Kings Paces, the Halliburton Bowl. Love it. The Halliburton Sabonis healed trade ball. So good. And, of course, it was just like, ah, it's the T. Davis game. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay, Terrence Davis, just slow your roll, buddy. Come on. Buddy Hill goes for 17. Tyrese Halliburton has 9 points, 10 assists, shot 4 of 13. And Buddy goes 6 of 13. Sabonis goes 5 and 9. It's like, is are you guys trying to win? What the fuck is happening? And, uh. Kings keep the fuck out on 137-114. Tough scenes. And finally, the Lakers beat the Blazers 128-109. And uh, I don't know, Rusty hitting half-court shots everywhere. You'll love to see it. Just one of those ones, though. Lakers are going to get that at home. Blazers just a little bit sketchy, especially on the road. All right, let's do an uh, NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> oh, <Nice>. Jesus! <laughs> That's oh, man, interrupting my own goddamn drops with a bit of a uh, cough. Look at that. How do you fix that, Jim? With some tins. Love it. Right. 
Uh, Booker, 51. I mentioned that. Three quarters. Incredible. Tatum's 49 today was incredible as well. Thing is, they both backed up insane performances the other day. So Booker had 44 in his last game. Tatum had 35. Unfucking real vibes, this is. And, I mean, if, you know, you want to go better than Wonzo Balls, we could still always go Jason Tatum because that's that same draft, I'm just saying. Um, But what a pair of rad, incredible players they've sort of turned into, right? Booker and Tatum. So Booker is just out there dropping the 51 in three quarters. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't think anyone's done it since Harden um, did it, and they're the only two in the last 25 years. That's pretty good. Like, it's really good. Malik Monk, he's better than Lonzo Ball. He went off for 30 as well. But um, what a pairing. I absolutely love what I'm seeing from Booker this year. There's just like, he hits, you know, a certain sort of maturity, and you're like, yep, this dude is a fucking badass. Uh, I've talked about him before, extreme. It's extreme thing, Emil. <laughs> oh, I'm sneezing as well. Jeez. Got that cocoa. Watch out. 41-4. Shot 12 of 18. 6 to 10 from 3. Go the zinger. 41-12 and 12 for Luca. Mavs get a massive win against the Warriors. Hold on for dear life. Should have lost about 7 different times. 45-7-5 for KD as they beat the Wiz and his mate Brad Beal. Zoobs though. Zoobs. What a game that was. 31 and 29. He had uh, Kawhi smiling on the bench. It was just 31 and 29. Like, no one does that. It's like the first player to put up 31, 29, and 3 since Kareem did it in 1978. Jesus. The three being the blocks. Zoobs, you legend. It's like you turned into prime Shaq. <laughs> if Shaq looked like a uh, bloke who's playing at your local fucking, you know, your run, and you're like, ah. Oh, the big Euro guy's here. It's like, oh, no, he's just turned into Shaq. Nice one. Uh, who was spot? There were so many good performances, though, but so many really standout ones. That Booker 51 piece, look, it's going to get talked about again. But Tatum just demolishing the heat today was something special. 49, 11, and 3. He was a plus 29 when he's on the court. Shot the absolute shit out of it, too. 15 to 25 from the floor. 8 to 12 from 3. 11 to 12 at the line. They kicked the fuck out of the heat. You love to see that. So good job, Jason Tatum. Good job, Devin Booker. Good job, Zoobs. KD, Luca, Zinger. Oh, couldn't just keep going. But we're going to uh, get through this. Uh, Spud of the night. Who does that go to? Spud, 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 Spot of the night. Uh, hey, why is Chicago bad? Patch Williams raises hand. Uh, oh, yeah, I went 0 of 8 today. So, yeah, thanks for coming, Patch. You're doing a great job, buddy. No, really. We're, we're all very impressed with your uh, your growth. Uh, oh, no, you just keep doing this time in, time out. Flashes of like, hey, he might be good. And then flashes of like, does he know how to play basketball or not? <laughs> Seriously, he went like on a nice little rounded patch and then just like fell off a cliff. So, I don't know. Like last five games, for instance, 17, 11, 11, 5, 2. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for coming. This is the thing. You just need consistency. 
Like he's 21. You've been around for a bit. He's the guy that Chicago really need to pop. Because I talk about Chicago time and time again, right? Like the big thing is you can count on DeMar. You can count on Levine. Vooch will get you there. And it's that sort of three-headed guard monster of uh, Kobe. Kobe White. Hey, oh, Desunmu Caruso. And if like two of them don't pop, out of the three, then they lose. Like, it's simple as that. Like, it's the easiest equation going. And Patch is the way to, like, smooth that over, right? If he's just consistent and good, they can start winning. But no. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, Jimmy, why did Philly get killed today? Oh, well, probably because Tobias Harris went 0 of 7. I'm just saying, $37 million for 0 of 7. Thanks for coming, Tobias. You go to boss. Uh, 5 of 22 for Calvin Johnson today. I guess someone has to miss all those shots for San Antonio. Mm, that's good tanking. Uh, 1 of 9 for Malik Beasley. Fred Van Veet with Fighting Van Veets and Scoob. Scotty Barnes today. Uh, Fred goes 1 of 8. Scoob goes 1 of 7. Rusty, 4 of 14, but got there in the end. Racking up Ws. Dejuntre. Mentioned that the other day. Love a good Dejuntre. Dejunte and Trey Murray combined to go, I believe, 3 of 16 from downtown and, what, 9 of 32 combined for shooting. Oh, against the Sixers the other day. Brutal. Christian Wood throwing Wood, 2 of 12 against the Warriors. Isaac Okoro, 1 of 11. Brutal. 3 of 15 for Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. Thank you for coming, Jordan. Played like Jeremy. Uh, 3 of 13 for Mook Morris. Backed it up with a uh, classic. Clay, though. Clay against the Mavs, like Clay had turned the corner. We talked about it. It's like Clay's looking like Clay used to. And then Clay goes two and nine. One of six and three. Had been 0 of five. Hits one in the fourth quarter. Misses the game winner. And it looks so good. It looks so pure. And you're like, yep, that's going it. Oh, how did that miss? But still was ice cold all game. Pool, look. The Warriors, I'm not going to bend myself into like a pretzel. Ah, how can they back up last year? They're going to be all right. They'll just try to get some like more game time into clay. Panic stations for Golden State will be in like about a month. By that first, second week of January, if they still have like shit showings and they still can't win on the road, that's when they press the panic button. Just saying. Uh, Donnie Mitchell. Malik Beasley, Mook Morris, Kyle Anderson, we'd like to thank you all for your service, sirs, because... That's right, they all went 311. All right, who's old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Who's got no mates today? Uh, plenty of old mate, no mates, actually. LeBron and that weird Jerry Jones uh, diatribe. Hey, guys, uh, so why don't you ask me about that picture of Jerry Jones, like, showing him when he was 14, like, uh,. You know, standing near white students, blocking black students from entering school. Why aren't you asking me about that? You're hassling Kyrie. Like, why aren't you asking me about Jerry Jones? Like, I don't know, LeBron. Did you... Was Jerry Jones your point guard? Did he just post anti-Semitic fucking insanity bullshit? 
Or is this like an old photo of an NFL owner who we all just assume is crazy fucking racist anyway or whatever? So, okay, so you're going to go, hey, hey, LeBron, how do you feel about Jerry Jones? It's a bit fucked, isn't it? You're like, yeah. Say, oh, it's a bit fucked. Make him sell the Cowboys. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, tough scene. And it's like LeBron's backing of Kyrie, like, in my brain, I'm just sitting there going, Kyrie just is sort of like uh, hanging out in Brooklyn, being, you know, head down, slide under the radar, no one talk about me for like three weeks, please, kind of vibes, until he does his next dumb fuckery. And LeBron's kind of like, no, 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 i got to show how many times I can support Kyrie. So he comes to the Lakers to play with me. LeBron, we can see through it. It's because you hate all your current teammates and they hate you. Old mate, no mates. Uh, speaking of old mate, no mates on the Lakers, they ma- they waved Matt Ryan. How's that for thanks? Hits that fucking sick game winner over the Pel- in the uh, Yeah, to win that game winner. Hits the game winner against the Pelicans. There you go. Use your word, Jim. Can you tell I'm like five beers deep? It's just run on time at this point. Um, and he gets waved. He's like their third best player. <laughs> and the last old mate, no mates, is uh, Prince Willie and uh, Kate, not Chris Middleton. Uh, Joe Mazzula was asked if he got to hang out with the royal family. And he's like, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? I'm only familiar with one royal family. I don't know too much about them. Uh, hopefully they're Celtics fans. <laughs> what? Uh, you mean the British monarchy? Yeah, who the fuck's that? Is there a... The, the Queen... She died. I don't even realize there was a queen. What the fuck is going on, Joe Mazzola? Uh Pantsing of the night. Oh, fire. Very fat, 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 very, very fat, fat. Crushing it today. Zion on the Raptors. That was a great pantsing. Just fucking went, hey, uh, hey, boys, see this? That's the ball. See that? That's the hoop. There's nothing you do. It's going to go in there. Uh, Shade and Sharp dunking on all of the uh, Lakers. That was a nice pantsing. But Nemhard on LeBron pantsed. Uh, LeBron pantsing Benny Matherin uh, was pretty fun. But Matherin ends up pantsing LeBron, basically, because the Pacers got the win. I enjoyed that. And uh, good times all around. How about better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think he'll get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. I mentioned Malik Monk before. Um, has had, like, a pretty good little run here. I was like, Really finally fulfilling his destiny as just actually can hit shots consistently. Uh, now, if you listen to NBA Australia on the reg again, uh, you know, the Malik Monk story is basically every two weeks I'm going to get hot and then fuck off. At the moment, he's like going every week I'll have a shit game, but all the other games will be good. You're like, haha, that's consistency. Well, it's much better consistency. So sign me up. So he drops, what, 30 against the uh, Suns. That was awesome on uh, Tuesday. Eight assists. He shot 12 of 17, 2 of 5 from downtown. And then he backs it actually up to today against the Pacers, which was rad that game. Everyone's like, yeah, cool. It's the Halliburton healed Sabonis game. And he's like, nah, motherfuckers, this is the Malik Monk game. 20 points, 6 assists, 6 and 9. Nice. From the floor, 3 of 6. But, I mean, he had 27 against Atlanta the other day, at 26 against the Spurs, uh, like, two weeks ago. He's, like, hit 
like a happy level of consistency and you're like, that's exactly what the Kings need. He and Fox, I absolutely love it, that Kentucky backcourt. Um, and, of course, you might remember Malik Monk drafted 11 after Lonzo Ball at number two. So I guess today, boom, better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, honorable mention, I've got to go uh, Devin Vassell as well, quietly balling out there at the moment for um, the San Antonio Banderas Spurs. 25, 7, and 3 the other day. 7 of 13 from the floor. 3, 6 from 3. Just, this is what the Spurs kind of weren't able to do, right? With uh, Damar and Co. in there. And now it's kind of like, all right, let's throw these guys to the wolves and we'll see what happens. Vassell, Kelton Johnson, are they any good? And Vassell's averaging like 20.6 a game. Like, he's awesome. Like, I'm here for it. Shooting over 42% from three. What a legend. Let's go, Devin Vassell. Also, better than Lonzo Ball. And finally, Dickhead of the Week. Whoa, let's do it. Dickhead of the Week. (laughs) Can I just do a Legend of the Week instead? I want to. Blake Griffin. How good was it to see him just throw down a sick dunk? And, like, they're playing him, like, in these very sporadic moments of, like, breaking case of extreme emergency but like we're not going to play you when it's like the end of a game where we're kicking the fuck out of somebody. We just need you to be ready, and then we'll actually put you in when it's important. And he's like, all right, cool. Comes in, did some damage. Just nice. I like that. Uh, let's do some quick yenars. The Australian player watch, get the fuck out of here right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. 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 All right, let's do some yeah, nahs. Uh Dyson Daniels goes off today. It was great. Awesome to see the vacuum. Absolutely smashing it. We actually uh, covered it uh, before the game on uh, Fox Sports Lab NBA about just like his role. And it's like, yeah, energy guy. Fill in the gaps. Do the shit. Do the thing. And he's doing a great job of it. 14-8-9 today. So that uh, prompts our man Brad McKagan to send in a yeah, nah. He says, Jimmy, yeah, nah. Reckon we'll see a triple-double out of him this year. Yeah, nah. Oh, it's going to be close. Because he's playing like enough minutes at the moment for them to keep giving him minutes. But they're so deep, this Pelicans team, that I don't know how many opportunities he's going to get. So 31 minutes uh, that he played today, it's the most he's played all season. He's played like, what, 13 games, I think. And um, it's like, yeah, give him 31 minutes. He's going to go 6-9 from the floor, 1-2 from 3. At 14-8-9, that's easily like career highs uh, in the assists and in the points. Love it. Absolutely love it. But I just don't know if he quite gets to that minute total consistently enough he hits enough shots he gets enough assists because like it's like the second time he's gone above two assists right so statistically out of all that you're like oh that's going to happen many times but 
I love him. Like the way he plays is the exact right way. The shot looks good. He's shooting forty-seven percent from three, fifty-three percent from the floor. And like the per thirty-six numbers, you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad for a small sample size, but but the fourteen, eight, nine. Ah, fuck it. I gotta say, yeah. Like you give him another couple of games, knowing this Pelicans squad and like when they rest dudes, when they sit dudes, the inevitable injuries. He'll get a couple more games where he gets right there, so fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Dyson Daniels. The vacuum. Sucking up fucking triple doubles. Uh, Tom Gardner sent in a great one. Yeah, no, given the chance, Patty Mills brings more to the Nets at both ends than Seth Curry does. Yeah, no, this is pretty interesting because I think he gives them more playmaking. He almost gives them the same amount of shooting. But... I think the key with Patty is like he needs to be played into form a lot when it comes to his NBA minutes, right? Seth just has that sort of preternatural ability to just like come in, doesn't matter. I'm coming off a curl. Boom, this three's already gone in. Patty gets into the game, is feeling it, and he might be on. He might be off. He might need to warm into it a little bit. But Patty Mills gives them more like, I don't know, defensive hustle. He tries harder. He gives them more playmaking. I have to go with Tom here. I think it's a yeah. Because offensively, I think if you can sort of, if you put the ball in his hand a little bit more when he's coming off the bench, the Nets don't seem to do that as much as they probably should. But that's almost by design, right? Like they've got a pretty uh, pass, pass. Oh, fuck, cool. Kevin or Kyrie's got the ball. Everybody get the fuck out of the road offense, right? <laughs> Like, <laughs> there's a reason you don't have, like, a traditional point guard and you've got, like, a bunch of different scoring guards. It's like, can you hit a three? Yes, good. Then fucking just get out of the road and when we pass it to you, hit the three, say Kevin and Kyrie. Yeah, so I think Patty Mills on that team, he's not quite used properly and he's not used to his, you know, the extent of his abilities. And that's, I think, a good sort of conversation started there by Tom. So I appreciate that one. Um, yeah, and so as Tom says, right, given the chance Patty Mills brings more to the Nets at both ends, yeah, if they played Patty more more minutes and gave him more of a defined role, I think he could give them more on both ends just almost by sheer volume, right? Like Seth is a good shooter, a great shooter. Patty Mills is a very good shooter, but also a good playmaker, gets everybody else involved and tries his fucking heart out on D. Still a bit small, though, but so Seth. Give me Patty Mills every day, obviously. Uh, Jez Oz, he's a couple of good ones. Uh, he says, hey, Ledge, how's the lack of sleep going? <laughs> my four kids still keep me up at night, and the youngest is 11. That breaks my fucking heart. Jesus Christ. I uh, got a slate of yeah, nahs for you. Here goes number one. In the words of LeBron, Paolo Bancaro needs his damn respect. Yeah, nah, yes. I sort of glossed over that Rocky of the Year. Paolo is incredible. And it like and Jez actually goes on to say, and it's it's like he read my mind, right? The dude had no love as the number one pick and has had a blistering start to the season. I loved him from the get-go. As soon as he got on there, I'm like, oh, he's legit. Fuck yeah, let's go. And uh, what else? With sat lines that are up there with the goats, yep. And he's uh, you know, out there putting up LeBron-esque sort of numbers at the start of. He has a short layoff with a uh, injury and the whole world forgets about him. What the fuck? Yeah, it was weird. It's like, oh, Benny Matherin is the best rookie now. It's like... Benny Matherin can't touch the size of what Paolo Banquero has already done. 
<laughs> he comes back, says, uh, does Paolo, and just is straight back to it too. Yeah, it's weird. He needs way more respect. This is the problem of playing on like a uh, an Orlando team that only fucking, you know, true heads appreciate. That Orlando team is fun as hell. Like They're going to play some weird, ugly games here and there, but some of the ones that they do fucking hit on are radical. That combo of Wagner... Bol Bol, Suggs, Bancaro, Wendell. And now they're getting fucking, you know, Markel Fultz and ask Cole Anthony back. It might screw some stuff up, actually, but it's going to be a weird and rocky, fun, bizarre season. And Paolo will be like a uh, rock-steady part of it. He is unreal. Number two, is Tyrus Halliburton being look, overlooked as the most improved player candidate? Um, He was actually... so. This is one of the ones that I sort of left off when I mentioned it earlier. It's because it's the SGA corollary, right? It's like, oh, look how much he's improved. No, he was always that good. You just weren't paying attention, you know? But Halliburton actually has also taken like a bit of a step this year because like his usage rate has uh, gone up a bit. His efficiency has dipped sort of accordingly, but only by a little bit. And, like, his numbers are just fucking right up there, right? So Tyrese Halliburton is doing fine. Because you think about what? He's now 22. Uh, what, three years in? Yeah, it checks out. And you think about his, his advanced sort of stat stuff. Like, the usage rate is now up to 23.5. That's up from 20.3 last year. The shooting is uh, taking a little bit of a dip. But the true shooting is still at point uh, five eight six, still really good. It is down from sixty point uh, six two nine last year. The assist rate and assist percentage is fucking crazy massive, and that sort of befits a dude who's now like leading the league with eleven point two assists a game. But he's up the scoring, he's up the assists. The shooting has dropped off a tiny little bit, but that comes with the usage, right? Like in the more shots, so he's. Right up there. And I don't think he's being overlooked because I think he's in the conversation, but he's not in my conversation because Halliburton was this good last year and now he's getting more of a chance. Whereas like Lowry and Bol Bol, like Bolters, you love that shit. So but that's a good one. So yeah, nah, yeah, but also nah. I reckon we have to land on that one for Jez. What else we got? There's a couple of other ones. What do we got? Number three, are we seeing the lingering effects of the Draymond dog shorting pool with the way the Warriors are playing? Is it time for Steve Kerr to start playing chess to rejuvenate this squad for one more shot with Steph? Yeah, nah, nah. Look, I think the Draymond thing was a bit fucky early, and I think they've kind of, they've settled into a little bit of a groove. Once they rack up a couple more fucking away wins, they'll be feeling fine, but I think it's just like the teams that are getting back up to speed after winning the title, to be honest. I don't think there needs to be a massive move just yet. As I said, I think it's like that first, second week of January. If you're still just like getting some weird lingering effects of fuckiness, that's when you pull the trigger. Uh, Tatum will be the first ever 19-year-old to win an MVP. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I mean, he was my MVP, right? First quarter mark MVP. So not bad for a 19-year-old. And if you didn't get that joke, (laughs) it was great to see a bunch of fucking dummies. Not getting the joke because they clearly don't listen to the show. That's a reference fucking, what, five years old? Something like that. 
because everyone just lost their mind about how good he was when he was 19. And so we just took that and ran with it, didn't we? Um, he has been incredible. And he probably, like, if they stay this good and the efficiency stays there offensively, like, holy shit, he'll be right there. And, uh, ooh, here we go. Last one from Jez. I'm so fucking up. I'm slowly starting to agree with you on Portland trading Dame. I think unless they can go out and get KD and not give up Simons, Sharp, and keep one of Nurk or Jeremy, then they should pursue a trade for Dame that will get them some roster depth and our future picks and build around Simons because he's a fucking gun. Yeah, nah. Yeah, look, I mean, I feel like that was kind of like a lot of my point with that Dame trade speculation. Uh, what was that? Last week, week or so ago. There's a point where you got to like ride and sell high if you're Portland, I think, maybe. Because Simons is basically a weapon. Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant is great. And if you've got to like package the farm and just go get KD, just go, hey, Kevin, just come back to the West Coast. It's going to be a bit wet. But hey, we've got great weed, awesome donuts, incredible beers, Portland rules. You'll love it. He's like, hey, man, I started my career in Seattle. Jimmy's beloved Seattle Supersonics just up the road. Yeah, I don't mind the Pacific Northwest. <coughs> and I think he, Dame, Simons, and if you can keep Grant, like everything else is like up for sale. Like, pack her up. Like, let's go. You've either got to like make one last sort of fucking dive uh, for the pylon with Dame or bite the bullet and realize like this will be a good squad, but it's not going to be a great squad. Well, they get they gave us some pretty great moments, but of course Dame got banged up almost straight away. I don't know, but would KD want to like hitch his wagon to another sort of you know small offense first point guard? But still, goddamn, if you put him around Simons, and if you had Grant still, and if you maybe managed to keep Nurk, the problem is the rest of that. Like you basically have him go. All right, Brooklyn, do you want Shaden Sharp? Look at this sick dunk in Brooklyn. Are like, yeah. To be honest, let's let's do that. The tricky part is their uh, pick situation. So, But I love it. It's a good one. I would love him and Dame. Oh, KD and Dame. It's such a better fucking fit. <laughs> Kyrie and fucking uh, KD. Anyway, uh, unpopular opinion of the day. Oh, shit, my voice is going. What is going on? It's almost like doing two podcasts you know, in a day and a TV show. It's probably not the smartest thing I could be doing, but... Here we are. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. That sound you heard was everybody going, Jimmy, it's because you're also drinking beers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, mother. Um, unpopular opinion of the day. Uh, unless someone is young as fuck or as old as fuck, I kind of don't want to give a shit about their age. Like... I've yelled about this in the past, but I feel like it's getting like weirdly more, oh, yeah, well, you know, you'll be paying him this amount of money when he's 36. It's like, so? <laughs> Do you know what the cap will be like when player fucking X is 36? It won't matter. My big problem is like, oh, we turned 33 in February. It's like, motherfucker, it just, it was November yesterday. <laughs> and also, how about you contextualize that? You say, well, he's 32. Contextualize that and go, well, you know, because there's no magical difference between 32. 
at the start of December and 33 in January, February. So, oh, he's 33 now. It's like, yeah. Front offices will look at that. We understand that, right? His like player's worth will be attributed accordingly by front offices when they go, that's a 33-year-old and that's like a fucking 23-year-old. Yeah, we get it. But the rest of the time it's like, oh, Blake Griffin, he's basically dead. It's like, Blake Griffin isn't that old, <laughs> you know? Like, ah, oh, Blake Griffin is a decrepit old man. It's like, Blake Griffin is 33. <laughs> like, just slow down. And this is the thing, is like, Kemba Walker, it's like, ah, oh, well, and I'm going to be guilty of this because he's cooked. But this is the thing. I want to give you some context on how cooked he is, right? Like, he's 32, but like 28-year-old Kemba was good. 30-year-old Kemba was looking like, oh, fuck, he's lost a step. Injuries have caught up with him. Small point guards, it happens. 32, oh, God, the Mavericks are signing him. That's not going to move the needle at all. This dude got sat by the Knicks last year, and they were shit. So contextually, it's like, uh, what's the difference? 28-year-old Kemba, 30-year-old Kemba, 32-year-old Kemba. Like, 28-year-old Kemba, what is he? Like a Land Rover Discovery? <laughs> like a half-decent... Pretty good, nicely expensive car. Yeah, good. Like it's not a crazy, you know, fancy, fuck you, European model thing. It's not a Beamer. It's not an Audi. It's not one of those weird Porsche SUVs. And then 30-year-old Kemba is like a Kia Sorento. 32-year-old Kemba is like a Datto 120Y. (laughs) It's on blocks. We'll rebuild it. It's going to be fine. Nah. It's not going to be fine. Like, that's how I want my analysis. I want it built out in cars. How <laughs> about we do our back take house before my voice goes? Jesus. It's Thursday at our back. You know what that means? Oh, yeah, it's two for one blooming onions because fucking we've just given up. It's a deep fried onion, you fat bastards. Shut up and eat it. What's that? Australians don't eat deep-fried onions that are shaped to look like a flower. What are you, even Australian? Oh, yes. Then fuck off. This is for Yanks only. Only. Now back. That's right. Two for one. Blooming onions. Goes great with a flame grill take. And today's flame grill take is the Mavericks should fuck off Kemba Walker and throw everything at the nets for Kyrie Irving or Zachy Cakes Adam Levine. There's your move. Fuck Kemba Walker off. Seriously, they just need to keep Luca, Christian Wood, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Greeny, and that's it. Everybody else is up for grabs. Go get yourself a Kyrie or a Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine, and away you go. Only. And they back. Not even DeMar DeRozan. DeMar doesn't shoot threes. Luca needs dudes who can shoot threes. Zach can. Zach can attack off the dribble. Let's go. Uh, the other one is Devin Booker. Did the exact right thing by fucking getting rid of that Kardashian chick. The Jenner, as it were, Kendall. He's only averaging 33.6 points, 6.8 rebounds and 5 points, 4 assists since uh, she, he gave her the boot. Just saying. Every time you break up with a Kardashian, MVP is not too far away. Only. Uh, about, unless you're Ben Simmons. Oh, that's a goddamn shame. All right, quick break. Australian Player Watch will fly through that. Shane Hill, shoot a shoot. Do the game previews, then we'll get the fuck out of here. Let's do it right after. 
this one. This is Nick Kay, and you're listening to NBA Australia. <clears throat> All right, so we gave you the quick Ben Simmons update at the top. Uh, bit shit with the calf strain. I want to say a bit shit, I mean like really shit. Uh, let's go to the Gidmeister, averaging 14.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, 5.5 assists. Uh, last few games, he's gone not too crash shot. He had the 7-5-1 and one in the Dyson Daniels showdown. Dyson got the best of him in that one. Then the 14-4-5 uh, against the Spurs today. Uh, mentioned his shooting stats. Not <clears throat> too great. 7 of 18. It's a lot of shots for not too many makes. But look, I think uh, he hasn't hit a three for four straight games. He's only hit one in his last seven. That'll come, though. Like, we've seen the improvement. This will be like one of those classic blips on the radar where you're like, oh, man, oh, it looks like it's not clicking. It's like, nah, it will. It'll come. The confidence has got to be there for him to take it and make it, and he'll be fine. Right, Simo, before he uh, basically left that court against the the Magic, he played those 11 minutes, went 0-3 from the floor, 0 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Again, more fouls than made field goals, just saying. Uh, Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills. Paddy didn't get out there this week. Bit of a heartbreaker. Last played against Indy, uh, but he is looking fly as shit. We'll get to that in a second. Rock him, sock him, block him, drop him, Landau. Great to see him out there today against the Chicago Bulls. He had the four points, three rebounds, and an assist. One of three from the floor, nine minutes. And he had four minutes against the Kings on Tuesday. Went two or two at the line. He's gone 100% over his last three trips to the line, so five of five in his last three games. Uh, two points, one block, one assist against the Kings. Love it. Did have three turnovers against the Bulls today. Not great, but you get that on the big jobs. Jack White, good to see him out there. Love just watching Jack White play. Just so much hustle. Uh, got out there twice this week, both times against Houston. Two minutes each time, zero points in each. Uh, took a shot in the first one, missed it. Anyway, <coughs> you miss every shot you don't take. I'm just saying. Uh, Dyson Daniels, shredding, absolutely shredding at the moment. Uh, the 8-5-2 and two out dueling Gids on Tuesday and then backing up with a 14-8-9 that I talked about against Toronto. you love to see that. Absolutely smashing. Greeny, Josh Green, Matty T, a couple of uh, just defense first muckers there. Uh, Greeny against Milwaukee goes 8 points, 4 rebounds and a steal because he's a weapon. Two or three from the floor, and then 13-2 and two with one assist and a steal against the Warriors yesterday. Fuck, he played well on that one. Five or seven from the floor, three of five from downtown. Just turning himself into an absolute fucking perimeter stopper. I'm just saying, that combo when we've got Giddy, Dyson Daniels, Josh Green on the perimeter for next Olympics, fucking watch out. Throw Matty T in there. Simo if he feels like fucking showing up. Uh, anyway, Matty T, 18 minutes against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Three points, two rebounds, went one or two from three. You'd love to see that. And uh, four points, one steal against the Hawks on Tuesday in eight minutes, went two or two from the floor. And, of course, our one true king. Fight the laser! Dally got out there today against Indiana. Seven minutes. Unfortunately, went 0 of three. So zero points. 
Oh, one from downtown. Didn't do anything else. Had one turnover. Didn't really cover himself in glory, but it's just good to see him out there. Isn't it? The answer's yes. All right. Uh, Shane Hill, shoot a shoot. Shoot your shot. Line him up. Award. Let's do it. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord. I'm healed. Praise the Lord for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill. Shoot a shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up award. I love it. Um, this is meant to be a quick show. We've gone like way over. Anyway, uh, Hammer, the Shane Hill shooters shoot, shoot your shot, light him up award. Devin Booker, 51 points on 80% shooting in only 31 minutes. It's pretty bloody good. He had nine points, 16, 26 in his three quarters. Unbelievable. Didn't play in the fourth. In his last two games, he's gone for 94. That's fucking insane. 69% nice shooting. Uh, 10 assists, 12 rebounds, 7 steals. Just launching himself under that MVP race. Patty Mills, game day ball, game day Twitter check-in. This is the Brooklyn Nets basically just showing Patty looking fly as fuck. And uh, that was pretty cool. Good to see him get some shine from uh, his mates there on the Nets. Uh, they basically were like, hey, look at Patty. He's cool as fuck. And you're like, yes, yes he is, sir. Basically walking in, looking cool. Uh, and I'm here for it. So, yeah, go check out and follow the Brooklyn Nets because giving Patty some shine. Uh, let's do some game previews and picks. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. Hey, did you go 11 of 12 today? Yes, I did. Um, so picking all the games back on Sunday for uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday... We managed to go a pretty insane 24 of 33, including 11 of 12 head-to-head today. So I'm just saying, hopefully you're listening. Went 5 and 9 against the spread on Monday. Then a an array of, so yeah, 5 and 9 against the spread, and then 6 and 9 head-to-head, 2 of 3, and then 11 of 12. Jesus, it's pretty, pretty good. Oh, boy. Uh, tomorrow, we have Detroit-Dallas. Detroit are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. I'm taking Detroit because Dallas are shit against the spread. They're 5-15 and 15 against the spread so far this year. Uh, when they get up big on teams, they let teams back into it. And Detroit, look, Jaden Ivey is a bit of a question mark for tomorrow. Obviously, no K Cunningham. They still play really hard. Give me Detroit plus seven-and-a-half. Dallas just... They will stomp a team. It might be this one, but Detroit just... They stick around. I think until that whomping that they caught from the Knicks, they won't want that to happen twice in a row. So I think there'll be a bit of fight in them. Uh, Saturday, Washington, Charlotte. Give me the extreme zinger meal. Yes, please. Uh, Denver at Atlanta. I'm going to go Denver. I think Joker can control that one. Too many weapons on the perimeter uh, for Atlanta to keep up. Uh, Boston hosting Miami. Celtics will smash them again. Uh, Toronto, Brooklyn. This was tricky. Toronto being bad today makes me more cautious about picking Brooklyn, but I think I might just go Brooklyn. KD's on one at the moment. OG might be the one dude who can just go, oh, yeah, cool. We've got Siakam back. Fred Van Vliet, watch out. I think I'm just talking myself into Toronto. Give me Toronto. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, they might win that one. If they're all back and playing at the same time, they can win that. Orlando at Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland are going to win that one. Uh, Milwaukee at, well, hosting the Lakers. They're going to smash them. Giannis versus LeBron. Give me Giannis every time. Philly at Memphis. I think uh, 
Carlos Boozer and I went head to head in this one. Um, he took Memphis. I took Philly. I think it's the one thing that Memphis just can't sort of stop. If you get a bit of like fun perimeter shooting and a bit of a dude in the middle, that's exactly what Philly have. Even without Harden and Maxi, I think Philly can win that. New Orleans and San Antonio. Give me the pals. Phoenix, Houston, Suns will smash them. Utah or Indy, that's a fun one. Uh, I can take Utah at home. Paces, look, they're feisty, they're good. It's been a long road trip. I'll take Utah at home. Golden State, Chicago, Warriors are just fucking unbeatable at home, so give me the Warriors. Dallas at the Knicks on Sunday, that's an early game. I'm going to take Dallas. They're not great on the road, but the Knicks aren't great at all. But that's the Jalen Brunson revenge as Dallas get pissy that he left them and fucked them over and just took off and they got stuck with Christian Wood. So <laughs> I'll take Dallas on that one. Sacramento at the Clippers. Kings can win that. Milwaukee at Charlotte. Milwaukee in a back-to-back. Depends on who they play, but they can still probably win that one. So give me the Bucks. That's how much the uh, Hornets stink up this joint. So uh, Orlando at Toronto. Oof. I'd probably go Orlando at the line. Toronto on a back-to-back. Going from Brooklyn back up to Canada. I might take Orlando on that one. Considering I switched my pick from Orlando uh, from Toronto before. Yeah, let's go Orlando there. Okay, see, Minnesota, Minnesota. I think I kind of like that with Gobert in the middle. Giving Poku all sorts of problems. Golden State hosting Houston. Golden State on a back-to-back, but it's a home one. They should be all right for uh, Houston. Portland go to Utah. Utah on a back-to-back. I think I like Portland in that spot. That seems fair, doesn't it? Yeah, I like that one. All right, uh, what about Monday? So we might do a show Sunday. We'll see how we go. But I reckon this week might be more like Monday. We've got some shit planned Sunday. So we'll see how we go. Monday, Denver go to New Orleans. I'll take New Orleans. That's going to be great, though. How good's that? Joker versus Jonas and Zion. It's pretty good. It's like the Murray on Murray crime that we've got with Denver Atlanta. I love a bit of Murray on Murray. It's like a pub in the outback. It's like, fucking get him, Murray. Oh, nah, Murray's fucking up. Which one's Murray? They're both Murray. Jam and Jamal Murray versus Dejunte Murray. That's great. Anyway, that's to, that's on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> Denver, New Orleans. I'm going to go New Orleans. Phoenix, San Antonio. Give me Phoenix. Boston and Brooklyn. Boston will kill them. Memphis, Boston are just like... Yeah, Brooklyn are like a red flag to a bullet at this point for Boston. Memphis at Detroit. It's like, yeah, Kyrie, you can't stomp on Lucky if you're playing at home. I'm still burning some sage. That's fucking cool, you idiot. Memphis at Detroit. Give me the Grizzlies. Cleveland at New York. Cleveland. Washington against LA. I'll take Washington just because that's funny. Clip. <laughs> Chicago, Sacramento. Hey, it's a John Salmons ball. It's a niche reference. Give me Chicago. I think there's a bit of fight in that Chicago team there in that one. Oh, actually, no, I can't do it. Sacramento. <laughs> I just. Chicago stink. Sorry, Bulls fans, but not sorry. India, Portland, oof. I kind of love that one too. Those are two great matchups. Chicago at Sacramento, India, Portland. I'll go Sacramento in the first, India, Portland in the second one. And there you go. Done. Finally. My voice is giving out. It's a tough scene. Got to stop boozing on the Sunday night show. Ah, the Thursday night shows. Uh, Either way, we'll be back, I reckon, Sunday or Monday. Keep an eye out. We'll give you a heads up. Uh, In the meantime, make sure you're following me on Twitter, FaceIG. Uh, get out, jokes. Seriously, it's not that hard. <laughs> I can't believe some fucking moron tried to champ me. He's 24 years old, champ. It's like, all right, 
Way to get jokes, dickhead. <laughs> anyway, check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. A uh, really good show this week. That was also long too. Jesus, maybe just I'm a bit chatty this week. Anyway, um, NFL Australia is great. If you're into the uh, old American football, NFL, me and Gaz, going long about that. Good times. Uh, get around nbaaustralia.com slash shop, get your merch. Go buy a hoodie, go buy a t-shirt, come on. Uh, check us a rating review, go on. I don't ask for much. In fact, I ask for nothing apart from you to buy a t-shirt and a hoodie and also rate and review the show. Uh, big thanks from Oslo. For the intro and outro song, go check out the new band House Hats. And also, Joshua Delarantis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Section, I Green, 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 and Dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Give them all a smash on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Bands, and that's it. Uh, no skit at the end today. Uh, we'll catch you when we catch you. My voice is about to give out, so uh, we'll see how we go. Uh, probably speak this Sunday or Monday. All right. Have a good one. Here's to it. Festive season ahead, huh? You excited? It's December now. Chrissy's round the corner, bro. All right, have a good one, dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, who's in now? Do you need a house cleaner? Do you need professional cleaning services? Then call Dyson Daniels Vacuum Cleaning Services. I'm Dyson Daniels and I promise... Oh, what do you fucking mean, Jimmy? What do you mean that we're not running the ad this way? Oh, this is fucked. Jesus, we're trying to get this Dyson Daniels vacuum service off the ground and you cut me ad? Shit.